Welcome. This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. King Kong ain't got shit on me! It's gonna be legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? The next step is to nap his next miss nose in the English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Oh my god, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Say my name. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! And here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Realish. I'm LJ. I'm Derek. What's going on, bro? How are you? Pretty good, bro. Pretty good. Just just surviving. <laughs> surviving? How's the, uh, how's the quarantining going? It's, 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 it's quarantine, you know. <laughs> just Just chilling. <laughs> Man, you know what? I wish I could quarantine. I work in a hospital. They have my ass at work. Yeah. I, I mean, I I actually enjoy my job, but you know, a day off would be nice. It would, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually got but, some sleep this week. There you go. There you go. Catch up on your sleep. That's what yeah. this is needed, bro. It's good. I bet you feel refreshed. Most definitely. <laughs> All right, man. So let's let's get into it. This is uh, an extra uh, extra episode. We yeah. we haven't done one of these yet. Yeah, yeah, first time. I feel good. I like it. I I I hope uh, I hope the listeners enjoy it, uh, and uh, you know we'll 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 get right into it. But but quick, I just wanted to make an announcement here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you already know this, uh, but uh, you know if maybe you guys are binging the podcast um, during your quarantine time, you may have heard me uh, in the first episode uh, talking about myself. Uh, I stated that I had a wife, but uh, we just announced that we uh, have uh, filed for divorce. So I just wanted to throw that out here on the podcast because, you know, some people listening might not, uh, you know, follow me on social media or anything like that. So uh, I did want to put it out there. My wife and I have filed for divorce. Uh, completely amicable. It's all good. She's my best friend. Uh, it just didn't work out. Uh, and uh, so I just want to throw that out here. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was um, that was. I, that that was a bit of a shocker to uh, <laughs> to to read that or see your, your the video you guys put out, but um, I I like I told you last week is mad respect for um you know reasons and 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 how you're handling it. I appreciate that, and we we could talk about it. I mean, the videos out there. Uh, essentially, my wife and I, or uh, my ex-wife, I guess I, I need to start saying, uh, my uh, ex-wife and I, we've been together, we were together for seven years, um, and uh, maybe about two years ago, uh, uh, she told me that she um, was attracted to women, and she had always been attracted to women, but essentially her parents wouldn't allow her to be. Um and uh, so she kind of buried it and just tried to pray it away or just tried to believe that it wasn't there. Uh, but it's something that I guess kept coming up. And uh, so, you know, I, I did my best to be as supportive as I could be. Um, you know, she deserves to be happy. She deserves to live her truth. And uh, I'm proud of her for, like I said, not only speaking her truth, but living her truth. And essentially that is uh, I mean, that's 100% the reason why we're getting divorced. Um, you know, she deserves to 
go be happy. And um, she has my 100% support. Like I said, there's literally no issues. We are best friends through and through. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that's um Who, that that that's that's <laughs> that's an interesting one, man. Um Yeah. Yeah, I I don't even so like um how does that whole thing work? Well, with the plans you guys had in place already. Well, you know, uh for for the time being, we uh, you know, I I'm getting a new place, getting a new apartment. Okay. Um, moving out, we'll, we'll basically have uh, split custody. I'm going to have them, I'm going to have the kids four days a week. She'll have them three. She's in, she's in, uh, college full time and works full time. Okay. And, uh, so I'll have the kids full time and, you know, uh, plans like, uh, we've discussed, uh, you know, you and I have discussed how me and the family were moving to Los Angeles next year. Right. Uh, that that's, that's still there. Uh, you know, she's very supportive. Uh, of my aspirations and of my goals and uh you know she's she's she said she's there with me she's gonna move we won't live together in LA uh but you know we're not gonna have the kids separated from either one of us so um you know it's a sacrifice definitely on her part that I appreciate that she's still willing to move out there so that I could chase my dreams uh and uh yeah so no I'm I'm you know even though it's a difficult situation I'm grateful for how it's being handled on both of our parts. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, um, yeah, much, much respect to you guys, man. Uh, like that's, that's, um, how, how's your, your family, like your, your parents, her parents, like how, how's everybody? They're, you know, they're, they're good. Uh, I think it caught a lot of people by surprise. Um, and a lot of people keep asking if I'm okay, uh, the the thing is that we hadn't really told people, but we were separated for the last year, um, okay. a little over a year, okay. and uh, we filed for divorce last month. Uh, so I've had time to handle it and cope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I pretty much did it by myself because we didn't announce it because, like I said, uh, you know, she came out. So coming out is a big journey, and I didn't want to rush her in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it wasn't my business to tell anybody. So I would just rather handle that, uh, handle the, you know, whatever emotions I was feeling on my own uh, yeah. rather than explaining it to people because that's just, I think the most disgusting thing you could do is to out somebody. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's just, that's gross. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I figured um, your your process of the whole thing has probably been more extended than, um, people, you know, realize just for the simple yeah. fact that you said, you know, that she approached you about two years ago with it. Uh, yeah, that's a, um, that's still a difficult one though. Yeah, but you know what, week. man, it, it, it's all good. I, 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 you know, the only thing I can really say, I guess, is that I'm super proud of her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm proud of her for for speaking her truth and and you know going to live her truth and uh, yeah, I love her so uh, so I'm happy for her. But let's not uh, bore our audience with uh, sad details of divorce. Uh, let's just uh, jump right into it. Uh, on the last episode, we did talk about uh, how we were going to, you know, kind of maybe not do a full review, but discuss uh, Mark Wahlberg's movie Instant Family that came out in 2018. 
um, you know, the, we ended up talking about this last week because uh, I brought it up to you when we were mentioning uh, Spencer Confidential. Mm-hmm. So, Instant Family, you watched it now. What do you think? Uh, just like when we were talking about Spencer Confidential, um, I I I enjoy Mark, Mark Wahlberg in these type of roles. Okay. I um. I kind of think that the days of, you know, just the action-packed type of thing is, I think that's a little bit behind him. It, from, let me say it like this. I think, I think he can grow a little more as an actor through these type of roles than he can through the, through just, you know, action flicks. Yeah. Now, like, um, Daddy's Home. Uh, one and two, uh, the other guys, mm-hmm. um, and this one. I I I thought that um, I thought he did a phenomenal job. It, it it just it feels like he can he can bounce off the actors a little bit better in these type of roles because it's not so uh, serious. Yeah. yeah, it's not action driven, and and it seems to be a little more depth to him as an actor when he does these type of roles. And when I brought this movie up to you, uh, that was, I guess, sort of my rebuttal to you saying he's the same exact thing in a lot of the movies, which mm-hmm. he is. He is that. But like yeah. I said, a lot of A-listers are that. Uh, but this was one of those roles that I thought there was more depth to his yes. character. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we we always get that, that tough guy, uh, Boston, Mark Wahlberg, which we all love. Yeah. Um, but it is nice to see something like this where, and you know, uh, basically, if you guys haven't seen Instant Family, uh, the, the synopsis, you know, reads just as this. A couple find themselves in over their heads when they foster three children. Stars Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. Uh, and it is really it's like a family drama. Uh, yeah. It's 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 there's definitely comedic elements. Which, yes. you know, if you've seen Daddy's Home or, like you mentioned, the other guys, you know Mark Wahlberg can handle his comedy. Or oh. especially Ted. You know he, Ted, he I was can, about to say that, yeah. Yeah, you know he can do comedy. Yeah. Uh, and this, I'm trying to, well, aside from Lone Survivor, which is definitely uh, action, but there's, mm-hmm. it's very dramatic as well. He handles yeah. his, his dramatic without action really well. Yes, uh, and uh, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Uh, personally, I, I, I haven't seen it as recent as you, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of things, man, that I loved about this movie. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne had undeniable ke- chemistry. Oh yes, significantly. They they were it, really good. It was their chemistry was so so good together. I would love to see them in another movie uh, together. It doesn't even have to be a part of this uh, this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'd love to see them work together. Um, man, I I don't know. the The kids were pretty great too. The kids were um, they were phenomenal because they all oh, yeah. uh, they all oh yeah had Absolutely. expression. You know what I'm saying? Like they they um. Their expression read well. Um, oh yeah, I I I enjoy them. They made me laugh a lot. Um, that little girl, um, her name Lita, she was hilarious. Yeah, 
Oh, um, she's oh my god. Yeah, and and you could feel um you could feel Juan's uh anxiety yeah. and uh Lizzie's um trust issues. Uh you you could you could feel that um yeah. as well. So I I think they I think they all that that entire cast played well off each other. Um and let me let me just add anytime I see Octavia Spencer in a movie, I'm happy. Yes. I'm just I, happy. She makes me happy. I didn't expect to see her in this movie cuz I I, no. I didn't I didn't watch I didn't look at trailers. I didn't I didn't right. read the the cast um names either, but yeah, seeing her, I just that man, she was excellent in this too. Um Oh yeah. Oh very. Very a little good. bit of an asshole, but you know, she was she was, <laughs> she was really good. She was really yeah. good. Yeah. I was I was watching uh, just a uh, quick segue. Uh or side note. I was watching uh the original Toby Maguire Spider-Man the other day. I forget who oh. I was watching it with. And they're like, "Wait, is that Octavia Spencer?" I was like, "You dumb motherfucker. You didn't know she was in this movie?" <laughs> the, the, this was the first time I, I think that was probably the first time I saw Octavia Spencer in that movie. Hold on. Uh, there you go. Where? What's what scene? She was uh like pre Spider Man when he was going to do the wrestling match. She was the sign in person. Oh that oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, wow. if you if you look back to, to the that I I don't really don't want to get off track here, but yeah. If you look back to those those first three Spider Man Spider Man movies, you had Octavia Spencer uh, in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't. You've seen Get, Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, yeah. Joy Bryant is in Spider Man Two. Really? She was Fifty Cent's love interest. She was in Spider Man Two. Yes. Uh, and and it was just it was again like the size of the role of uh, Octavia Spencer's. It was she was just like a featured actress. Uh, reacting to Spider-Man, basically. Okay. And then, and you know, the also Spider Spider-Man three, the kid who played um, uh, young Fifty Cent and Get Rich or Die Trying, uh, who also played uh, Lil C's in Notorious, is in Spider-Man three. <laughs> <laughs> Those okay. are these are my observations. I noticed the one-liners in these movies. Oh, uh, comedian Donnell Rawlings was in the Amazing Spider-Man. He was in. He was, was he in the Amazing Spider-Man? Because I knew he mm-hmm. was in Spider-Man Two. Was it Spider-Man Two? He was in Spider-Man Two. Yeah. I, I got, he oh, stole she went the pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got the. I got the. The. the no, no, wrong. no. You're good. But yeah, good. yeah. That was um. When I, when I actually went back and and watched it, I, that actually threw me off. I didn't even realize yeah. he was in that. Yeah. There's he, there's a lot of these guys though. you see he, in those. He's great. He's great. He's excellent. Oh, it's- all right, back to Instant Family. Yes. Uh, we always do that, but it's okay. Uh, there's a, there's a really a great cast. There are uh, a good amount of uh, comedians in here too, uh, like Tom Segura. Yes, he uh, he he was great in the movie. Um, but let me, I want to just quick mention because we're not doing a deep dive on on Instant Family. Uh, just so quickly, I want to say that my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, and we've we've talked about this. I don't know if it's me as an actor writer that really when I watch a movie, it's it's as if everything disappears and I'm really there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like in my head, like I- I'm these characters, right? So mm-hmm. as I'm watching the movie, like I imagine that I'm Mark Wahlberg, or I imagine that I'm Rose Byrne's character, or I imagine I'm the kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm putting myself through that emotional toll because I want to be where they are. That's how I experience movies. So movies to me, they get me pretty easily. Yeah. So I-, I find myself crying more than I'd like to admit because of film and television. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is one scene in this movie that made me cry. Really? What was that? And that, that is the part, uh, the scene where Juan gets hurt and has to be rushed oh, yeah. to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, I just remember being so every time I've seen the movie, maybe three or four times. Mm-hmm. I feel so anxious in that moment. I feel so bad for Juan and just like, oh, and the, the especially, you know, they, they did the little slow-mo run like that. That That's always perfect. Uh, but really the moment that gets me is when Lizzie hugs Mark Wahlberg and says, I forget what she says, but I just remember that moment. And it's just like, yes, she loves them. Was that when she called him dad? Yeah, I, I believe so for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was that was that was a a little bit of a heart tug. Yes, I, yeah. I enjoyed that moment, uh, and I think that was the moment that kind of sold me on the movie. Yeah, they um, they they had a great chemistry all together. Yeah, like you could you could literally feel the progression of from from being anxious and you know, untrusting to, to actually being a family unit. You, you could see Uh, that. You could see that. So this to me, I didn't have a part of the movie that I did not like. That's, and I feel like you don't like a lot of movies. There's, that's very rare when I don't like certain parts of movies. So I'm happy to hear that you enjoyed this movie. I really thought you would, but I was worried. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's, um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of movies that that I, I enjoy, uh, even if they have parts of it that's just like, eh, I could do without. But yeah, it's um to me, I like there are certain movies that that from start to finish, I I can honestly say I, I loved. This is definitely one of them. That's awesome. Hilarious as hell. So let's give Mark Wahlberg his flowers because I felt like we. Brought him down a little bit last week. Let's a give him his flowers. A little bit. I I I just want to see him in more family movies because yeah. I, it feels like that's just where he that's just where he blooms. Um, because he seems to be a, more of a one dimensional type of uh actor when he does play those action packed movies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, you know one movie we did fail to mention last week. What's that? Uh, when talking about him, we really failed to mention how incredible he was in The Fighter. Ah, uh, The Fighter. Yeah. He's just, he was great. I mean, that was a good one. The Fighter. I mean, Christian Bale may have outshined him, but. Christian Bale definitely out, outdid him on that one. <clears throat> but, but that movie was phenomenal. It was a very, very good movie. Now, one movie that just seems to be in pre-production hell. Uh, <laughs> you already know where I'm going, that he's in, uh, that he was cast in. May, honestly, makes me so happy is the Uncharted film. 
uh, starring Tom Holland and uh, yes. Wahlberg. Uncharted is one of my favorite video game series of all time. I, I never played it. I literally, whenever I buy one of those games, I think there's four. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure I'm free because I will sit down and play it until I finish. <laughs> In one shot? And I'm not, let me tell you, one shot. I have to. I'm not even that big of a, of a, of a gamer. I, I'm really not. I'll mm-hmm. play 2K. I'll play, the, you know, new Call of Duties when they come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Un- Uncharted, nope. I got to sit down. I got to do it in one shot. I just get wow. so like into those games, so I know this 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 movie is gonna be great. Um, I, I I honestly I have to say I was a a little surprised because uh, it might have been a year and a half ago. Um, Nathan, how do you uh, Philion Philion? How do you uh, you know what I'm talking about? Um. He's he's in the new Suicide Squad movie. He had uh, this TV show Castle. Oh yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he he they did a short film. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if it, it, they oh. they advertised it as a fan film. I saw that. I saw did that. You see it? That was that well was done. Great. Very well done. And I, I was I very get... surprised they didn't just the student Sony didn't hire them to make I, that movie. I don't know why they didn't because it looked like that was a um. You remember that teaser that they put out with uh, Deadpool? Yes. Not really a teaser, but it was a. It was. It was more like a. The one um, Ryan Reynolds st- snuck out when they weren't going to make the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and felt that like seemed. That. Yeah, it felt just like that. Just something just to the, to gauge the audience to see who would respond to it, and I, I, I really I don't know why they didn't just go with that. Yeah. Because we they they that was what year did that come out? A year and a half ago, I, I had finished my movie by the, when that came out because I was editing it when it came out. So about a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah, they that could have been out already, and they could have already yeah. been working on the second one. You so, know, I think that would have done very well. Mark Wahlberg, if you remember that short film, Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. is playing the Stephen Lang character. Is that the guy that's guiding? He's like he was the older guy who was like basically his partner and kind of a smartass. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that Sully is his name. That's who Mark Wahlberg's playing. Uh, so obviously, I mean, Tom Holland is playing the lead. So uh, of uh, of uh, Nathan Drake. So uh, yeah. they're definitely going young, which I'm I, not against. I like Tom Holland. I like Tom as well. I, I and I. I don't care what anyone says to me. He is the prototypical Spider-Man, Peter Parker. I he, that I, is that is that is it. I love his I love his Peter well, Parker, but <laughs> Tobey Maguire. What? Up? <laughs> uh, yeah, nostalgia. <laughs> um, but it seems to me that he is a little too young to play Nathan Drake. Because I thought I thought Phil uh Fillion was like just like the perfect guy He's, for that when the game came out they were they were the you know fans he was, were he was older right casting. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, i mean he, he was not old but he's probably i think supposed to be in his 30s or 40s yeah and and that's what he looks like i i can't yeah. i can't i because tom holland is what early 20s yeah he's my age 24 yeah 23. so but he looks like he's just turning 17 yeah yeah, yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? Like that that's that's the problem that I have with that. Even though I haven't played the game, like I know the I know the age yeah. range of that guy and it that's just what since they announced his casting, that's what's kind of like been a little bit irritant to me. Yeah. Um but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how he does in it. Clearly, we're we're distancing ourselves from uh, Instant Family, so we'll wrap that up uh, <laughs> on Instant Family. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, you yes. enjoyed it. I'm happy to hear that. Um, but let let's let's uh, while we're talking about Tom Holland, there was a, 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 a what's it called? Like a deep cut, deep fake cut, or whatever of mm-hmm. uh, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, in Back to the Future. So now yes. rumors are swirling that uh, a remake of Back to the Future will happen starring Tom Holland as Marty and um, that's, uh, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Doc. Yeah. Okay. I, what do you think? I actually love the idea um, because simply for the fact that that um Tom and Robert have undeniable chemistry on screen that's all facts um i don't know how i feel about reboots at this point um but i think if they do reboot the ser- the trilogy that they make it their own that's that's probably been my biggest issue with a lot of reboots they try to go frame for frame, but that's why we liked Aladdin. That's why exactly, that. exactly. And if they if they uh, go along that line, I think you're introducing the characters to a new generation, but you're doing it in a way that it allows the original to be the original, and this to just be. An addition to it's not it's not taking anything away or or um you know disregarding the the original i i so i think as long as they can can do that um i'm fine with it do you know who the director would be i i don't uh i mean if they were to do it i would just want zemeckis to do it okay okay i mean yeah. The only other person that I would be comfortable with that story uh, would probably be Kasdan. Okay. Uh, I, I think he's done a great job uh, with the Jumanji movies. He's done a um, phenomenal job. And I, I still need to see the second one. I think they just put that on HBO. Yeah, they so did. I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm going I'm to check that out. It's very good. Uh, but no, Jake Kasdan, I think, would be the only other one I would want with that subject matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I let me also say this. I'm actually typically in favor of reboots for the most part. Um, okay. Or adaptations of uh, animate animated films. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want a Back to the Future reboot. I, I just don't. Uh, because to me, if you're gonna re, okay, my opinion differs uh, from animated mm-hmm. like uh, adaptations mm-hmm. than simply just reboots. Yeah. So let's separate that. If we're going to reboot something, it should be better than the original, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. them rebooting, or Marvel rebooting um, Fantastic Four, 
they will certainly be better oh, than the original Fantastic Four, uh, <laughs> uh, the one with the the you know the original two and mm -hmm. uh, Fan uh, Four Stick. Yes, uh, it will be better. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm I'm all for it. Uh, yeah. I love Spider-Man. So did we need all the Spider-Man reboots? Mm, no, we didn't need the Amazing Spider-Mans. We um, didn't. I I didn't hate those movies, but I also didn't love them. Um, but I do love the Tom Holland ones. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I'm a bit biased when it comes to Spider-Man, but I mean, I watched Back to the Future a month ago. Back to the Future to me still holds up to this oh, day. Yeah. It, hold, yeah, it, 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 and it's more than just nostalgia though to me, because yeah. to me this movie just works. It's perfect. It was filmed well. Uh, I, I am 100%. I, I don't want a reboot because it's perfect. So let me ask you this then. Okay. We, we remember how well of a movie Jumanji was. Robin Williams' Jumanji. I watched that last night. Phenomenal film, right? Yeah. This new reboot with uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock, Jack Black, like that, that entire cast, um, it doesn't take anything away from the original. It, but they they rebooted the 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 series the the movie and they're making it a series which is just it, the thing it, it the works thing, the, the thing that's different there is that even though we want to call it a reboot it's not a reboot it's a continuation of the story involving different characters yeah but it's so it's, that's it's different the different story it takes place in the same world but a mm -hmm. different story and there's ties back to the original in the first one and also in the second one it does tie but and had robin williams not died he was going to be involved in this movie oh that and that would have been perfect yes. that would have been perfect um 100 the reason why i call it a, a reboot though uh, is because it's not it's not like a actual sequel like i i, mm -hmm. I can't i can't call these new jumanjis two and three like it's hard for me to think about it like that because they they feel even though they are in technically in the same world as the original they are different they're not they're they're separate they're completely you say that you say that until you see three but that's all i'll say for now okay I'll, that's all I'll say. I'm gonna actually watch that tomorrow. Okay. So I'll 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 be ready to have that conversation next week. Okay. Um, but it just to me it feels like it could it, like without seeing the original you don't like you can you can enjoy these without you can seeing enjoy the, these yes. yes you can enjoy these significantly without seeing the original even now, though I don't, I don't know why see, you want to I don't see a world where uh, they could do the same thing with Back to the Future. Like, I don't think you can mm -hmm. have a Back to the Future without Marty and Doc. Right. Uh, I don't see that. Uh, so even though I don't want a reboot or a remake, if I if I have to get one, I need Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. to do it. Yes. Because nobody else can fill those shoes. And it um, has to be the perfect writing. Yes. Uh, That's it's, 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 it's the same feeling I had when uh, Disney announced they were going to do a live action Aladdin. I said, mm -hmm. okay, well, Rob, Robin Williams is gone, uh, mm -hmm. so he's not going to be genie unless they use the vocals, but they're not going to do that. So the only person who can fill 
Robin's shoes is Will Smith. I said that before they announced Will Smith. I feel the same mm-hmm. exact way here. Uh, if it is not Tom Holland or Robert Downey Jr., let's not do it. I agree. I, Unless I there's some magical agree. unknown actor out there that might fit it. But, I mean, honestly, if you think of the Spider-Man movies, Tom Holland is is Marty. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Uh, it just works. Uh, so I won't be mad at it if it happens. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't, because I've heard Robert Zemeckis on, on, on many different platforms state that as long as he's alive, uh, none of his films will be rebooted. So uh, uh, I don't okay. know. Okay. But Hollywood's trying to make it happen. I want to see that. You do want to see it. I want to see it. I, so let's... I, I love Let's, Tom and Robert together. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to see them more. Uh, I think we'll get that. Yeah. I certainly think we'll get that. Uh, but while we're talking about Robert Zemeckis, uh, one of his other, uh, probably his second most popular movie, uh, Forrest Gump. Would we want to reboot to Forrest Gump? Ooh. I, well, who are you thinking as cast I, like I, who would be for I, I i don't think i don't want that I don't, okay okay uh, <laughs> I, you know i don't want that uh okay. i don't so i really don't have any idea uh putting me on the spot my go-to who i think can handle anything uh you know i was gonna say gyllenhaal but you know who might do a good job who's that he's a little older than forrest is meant to be mm-hmm. uh but Steve Carell might be able to do a good job okay. in a different type of Forrest Gump movie. Uh, yeah, that it could would, be the same. That would be hilarious. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I, I um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. There's certain. See, there are certain films I, I, I just, I wholeheartedly believe should never be touched. Um, Forrest Gump is significantly one of them. I I, okay. I don't I don't see. Yeah, it I don't want. Touched. I don't want that at all. Um, but if they were to reboot, I um I wouldn't mind seeing Carell in that role. I I don't yeah, know I, that yeah. a lot of people would mind seeing him. He 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 has a great um a great presence on screen, especially yeah. physically. He he's really he's really really hilarious. Um. And they, they, you know, if I don't think that'll ever happen, because that's one I know that he's been Zemeckis has been very against, because they've been trying to do that. Um, but they, he does have a, a relationship with Corell because he directed Corell in Welcome to Marwin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I just think Corell might be the best choice now that I think about it. Yeah, I, I, I hope they don't do it <laughs> now did you know i don't remember all the details on it but i remember a while back i read that there was a planned forrest gump sequel that was canned after 9-11 really yeah i see what forrest gump was when 80 nope 94 94 i'm looking at it right now 94 okay i that probably would have worked. 
You I think so? Why they, I, prob- I wonder why they canned it. Yeah, because that probably would have worked. Timing, because that was like, what, six years later? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have been mad to, to, to see the story continue at that point if they wanted to do that. Let's see. I got. I just looked it up. US, USA Today reports. Uh, the headline says, Why the Forrest Gump sequel was halted. The film felt meaningless following the 9-11 attacks. Uh, uh, reading further, it says, As Forrest Gump taught us uh, the life uh, with life in boxes of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. But screenwriter Eric Roth, who picked up an Oscar for the 1994 film starring Tom Hanks, is revealing what was planned for the sequel and why it was never made. Uh, Roth, age 73, told Yahoo Entertainment a follow-up film wouldn't have followed Forrest Gump author Winston Groom's second novel, Gump & Co. I didn't know it was based on, off a book, honestly. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know ca- that either. Kind of want to read it now. Yeah. Uh, Roth turned in a script for the sequel in 2001. He says, literally, I turned it in the day before 9-11, said the writer who also co-wrote last year's remake of A Star is Born. Uh, he recalled Tom and I and Robert Zemeckis got together on 9-11 to sort of commiserate about how life was in America and how tragic it was. And we looked at each other and said, this movie has no meaning anymore in that sense. Uh, Roth said the film would have begun with the revelation that Forrest Jr. had AIDS, the same disease that killed his mother, played uh, Jenny, played by Robin Wright. Uh, he states, Robin... Or sorry, people wouldn't go to class with Forrest in Florida. We had a funny sequence where they were desegregation busing in Florida at the time. So people were angry about either the busing or their kids having to uh, go to school with the kid who has AIDS. So there was a big conflict. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have played well. Mm-mm. And this goes on and on and on, but I'm not going to read it all. Um, that now, did would you... not have played well. Did you know that John Travolta was originally offered the role of Forrest Gump? Oh, God. <laughs> John Travolta turned it down. Yeah, I'm glad he turned that down. You oh, know what? Yeah. There's certain films that, that would not be the same had they gone with their original casting. Will Smith yeah. playing Neo in The Matrix. That yeah. that would... Cause I forgot who they said was going to play Morpheus if he played Neo. Um, I don't remember. I forgot who it was. Uh, it was a it was a white guy. It was gonna be a white guy playing Morpheus and a black guy playing Neo. Um, and I'm glad they reversed it, man. Cause who Keanu Reeves and and, and Le- uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I, I can't see anyone else playing those roles. Those, well, we could those... even since you mentioned Will Smith, uh, the the role of Jay and Men in Black wasn't originally offered to Will Smith. It was originally offered to David Schwimmer, who played Ross and Friends. <laughs> Imagine Men oh, in Black with God. David Schwimmer. Yeah, that would have that would have tanked. I don't even know if they would have made budget on that one. Man, I, and uh, David Schwimmer was great, and he was the star at the time. Uh, I mean, Friends was probably significantly bigger than Fresh Prince, even though Fresh Prince was obviously big. Um, yeah. That wouldn't have played well. That that no, wouldn't no, have no. looked good. No. David Schwimmer with with Tommy Lee Jones. That would have just nah. I love I love the com the, the chemistry between Will and, and Tommy. That that was a perfect. That was beyond perfect. That that was ma- that was the movie. But think about it. What year did Men in Black come out? Uh, I want to say ninety five. I could be wrong on that. Well, Bad Boys came out in ninety five. 
was it Bad Boys? Bad Boys came out in 95. Men in Black, 97. 97. So okay. let's, let's, let's think of, of Friends. Because David Schwimmer was meant to play the young, abrupt detective, essentially. Mm-hmm. But to me, even when Friends aired in 94, they're supposed to be in their 20s. Eh. Yeah. That's not – they look like their 30s. Yeah. yeah they yeah. significantly look like it. So David Schwimmer being a young hotshot agent, I don't believe it. Well, I don't believe it either. Um, I believed Will Smith. Yeah. Because Will Smith today at 51 years old still looks 23. Yeah. He, he, looks, he looks really good. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, if we're, if we're recasting Men in Black, uh, well, Will Smith's role in Men in Black, in the 90s, other, um, another big show was the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. So what if you think it still would have worked with Jamie Foxx playing? Yeah, I love Jamie Foxx, but you know who I think would have, I'm not saying would have worked better than Will Smith, but would work better than Jamie Foxx? Who's that? Chris Tucker. Ah, yeah, that was um, that was around the rush hour and money talks yeah. era, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, that would have been interesting. I think I think Chris Tucker, even if we keep Tommy Lee Jones, would have been wonderful. Yeah, it would have been different, but w- would have been great. What do you think about Marlon Wayans? I love Marlon Wayans. He would have been great too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He would have been great. I enjoy doing this. I always do this in my head, so it's nice <laughs> to have somebody do, to do it with. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It it it's different when you think about like who could have played in those roles. How different the landscape of that franchise would have been. Have you seen uh, Men in Black International? Is that the new one? With Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson? Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Um, I saw it in theaters. Uh, I I enjoy Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. I think they have undeniable chemistry, uh-huh. as we saw in Ragnarok. Um, they have great chemistry in this, but there was something missing from it. And to me, now, you know, thinking, like, because I was excited for the movie... I don't know that you can do it without Will Smith. Honestly, it doesn't make sense to do without him. Um, I, see, I haven't seen. I'm, I I might check that out this week too, but I haven't checked. I mean, I haven't um watched a trailer for that one. But yeah. are those aliens um in this one? What do you mean? Are aliens? Yeah. No, 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 no. The the um the aliens that uh were working, um. I forgot it was like that at the headquarters. I forgot what they called it. Oh, like the skinny. The skinny ones that look like. Um... No, because it this takes place at a different headquarters. Oh, okay, okay. This takes See, place in London, okay. so it's about the London sector of Men in Black. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. and and if you remember, um. Remember in Men in Black 3, they didn't have Zed in it. They had uh, Agent O. Uh, hold on. Did you see Men in Black 3? I don't even know now. I most likely did. 
I most likely did, but I don't even remember. Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> Men in Black 3 is, uh, what, 2012, I think? Most likely did. I, I went, probably just it, watched it once, though. He went back in time? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that one. Oh, my God, Doug. All right. Men in Black 1, unbeatable, love it. But Men in Black 3 is better than 2, in my opinion. Really? I enjoyed 2. Two's okay. But I really, really like 3. So, yeah, no, so I didn't watch this one. Let, let's say this. So Men in Black 3, uh, Agent J has to go back in time, right? Um, and the reason they did this is because Tommy Lee Jones is a little up there in age. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Tommy Lee Jones is in the movie, but essentially uh, Agent J has to go back in time and he ends up working with a young Agent K. Now, are you looking at it in front of you? Yeah. Okay, so you see Josh Brolin played young Agent K. Yeah. That's that's perfect. Yeah, no, they and, and they look just alike. So and, and, and if you yeah. watch the movie, it, it to me it's almost as if they just use Tommy Lee Jones's voice. Okay. His everything. Like honestly, try to watch like before you watch International, watch three. Okay. Because I, they do it. slightly tie into one another, uh in the case of Agent O. But watch three, uh I actually own it. Uh, I could give you. I could send you my login for my Voodoo account if you want to watch it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's good. Uh, we're just sitting. How? What's our time like right now? Uh, we're sitting at forty-four. See, we're we're talking about stuff that weren't even on the list. We weren't even on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get into our list real quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, so today, uh, this was supposed to be the bigger part, but it may be the shorter part. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about our top five dramatic television shows and our top five comedic shows, also known as sitcoms. Uh, would you like me to go first? Yes. All right, you want to go dramas or sitcoms first? Whew. Let's do let's do sitcoms. Sitcoms. We kind of, we've already kind of touched into it. All right, so... In no particular order, I have Friends. Okay. The Office. Okay. Martin. Okay. The Cosby Show. Okay. And taking it old school with I Love Lucy. <laughs> it's classic, bro. Yeah. No, I loved it. I I, actually, I absolutely loved it. Um, so how, how do you feel about my list? I love it except for friends. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. I I'm not I watched Friends. Um I'm yeah. probably one of the few black people to ever, have ever watched that show, but <laughs> I <laughs> I I thought it was good. It just wasn't um it wasn't like a must see for me. I got you. Yeah. 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 Um no particular order. You you have some of mine actually. Okay. Um. Fresh Prince. Okay. Uh, The Office, hands like hand, that's one of my all time favorite ones, to be there honest. Okay. Um. <sighs> I'm not trying to put it in order, but I, I just want to watch how I say it. Um. I have Fresh Prince. Uh, office Cosby Show. Um, 
people might not not feel this way, but Seinfeld. Phenomenal. We're not mad. Not yeah. That that Seinfeld's was... in my top ten. So yeah. is Fresh Prince. So is Fresh Prince. Okay. Okay. Um, I already said the Cosby Show, right? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Martin. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, I, and Living Single put... is right there too. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I love yeah. it. Uh, I did almost put the Chappelle Show in my top five. Oh. <laughs> I okay. love the Chappelle Show. Well, see that the reason why I didn't I didn't think of that one is because it's a is more of a skit show, so I didn't think yeah, of it. It's as definitely a sitcom. sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why that's why I didn't put it there either. Yeah, but I I'd thought about it. But uh, no, I think our lists are pretty similar there for yeah. the most part. Um, I'm not mad at any any of yours. Uh, I mean. <sighs> Let's just talk about the Cosby Show for a second, man. That I love yeah. that show. <laughs> that Cosby is... Show, top to bottom, is just. I watched. Um, I watched The Resident on Fox. Have you ever seen that? No. Malcolm Jamal Warner, who played Theo, uh, is one of the stars of the show, and I know he hadn't really done a ton. Uh, he did Malcolm and Eddie, which was underrated. People didn't give that Very show a chance. Malcolm underrated. and Eddie. Was Very great. Underrated. I loved Malcolm and Eddie. That was hilarious as hell. Well, they I, only have like would, three seasons, I think. There was only three. Yeah, it was. It definitely it, wasn't long. Um, didn't give Eddie Griffin it, it, or Griffith is is hilarious. Uh, yeah. Malcolm Jamal Warner is funny as well. But he, uh, you know, this is a it's a drama, and he plays one of the top surgeons in Atlanta in this show, and he's just he's phenomenal. He he's great. Huh. Uh, he's I'm great. Check that out. So. Uh yeah, it's on uh it's on Hulu. I love okay. that show, man. Okay. Uh, all right, out. you want to jump into the top five dramas? Yes. And I I feel like I can't do a top five without giving some honorable mentions after. So let's both go through our top fives, and then maybe we both give some honorable mentions. Gotcha. Because I feel disrespectful not putting some here, but I just you know. So we we've already discussed my number one favorite show of all time is Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched Friday Night Lights probably six times at this point. I just I, I love everything about Friday Night Lights. It's perfect. Uh, my uh, you know Michael B. Jordan was on that show. Journey Smollett was on that show. Uh, Taylor Kitsch was on that show. Uh, I just man, this this show is is just it's it's everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the same creator uh, or sorry, the same executive producer, uh, Jason Kadams. Um, Parenthood. I love Parenthood. Um, have you ever watched that? I did. I I um I watched that. I didn't watch it religiously, but I I watched it um enough as a kid that that uh I respected the show. Yeah, no, Parenthood. Uh, I mean, it only ended three years ago. Um, I... oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something else. Um, what are you thinking about the cartoon? No. Um. God, I my God, I'm gonna. This is gonna annoy me. Hold on. <laughs> you gonna have to look it up. Yeah, let me look it up real fast. <laughs> no, Parenthood uh, starred uh, Dak Shepard. Uh, oh man, why can't I think? It's uh, Erica Christensen. Joy Bryant was on there. Oh. Uh, okay, The Parenthood with Robert Townsend. Did you ever see that? I think so. 
That was uh, uh, 90, 95 came out. That's a TV show or a movie? Yeah, it's a TV show. Let me see. I'm like, well, uh, I might have. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I thought you were just you, you, you were talking. No, no, about. no, you're good. Uh, yeah, no, I I never I never saw that show. Okay. Um, but there's the the TV show that I mentioned came out in 2010. Uh, it's called Parenthood. Uh, it starred uh, um, Peter Krause, Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls, uh, Dak Shepard, Monica Potter, Erica Christensen, Sam Jager, uh, Joy Bryant. Uh, and then uh, yeah, Craig T. Nelson, who uh, plays Mr. Incredible, uh, he was the star of the sitcom Coach, mm-hmm. uh, and he's 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 great in the show. Uh, so yeah, so those those are are two of mine. Um, I would also have to. Sorry, I'm just trying to get my list back up here. Uh, Breaking Bad, of course. Yes. Prison Break. I don't hear a lot of people discussing Prison Break. I love Prison Break. That it was. Now let me say this: How many seasons did they have? Like four, four five, five, technically five. They came back for a limited season. That's right. That's right. The first two were really good. Three, three is my favorite. Well, see, three, three and four just felt repetitive. Why? Um, I get four. Why five? Why why four? Why three? Sorry. <sighs> Okay, because I so, thought three was fresh. Okay, when did they go? Which season did they go to prison in Mexico? They, I mean, I think you're thinking of uh, three. They were in Panama. Was it Panama? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the show felt repetitive to me because it was like you going into prison just to break out again. Of course, the title is Prison Break, but it it, it felt. Like once they got out, because when when they got out was that the was that the end of the first season or was that in the second one? The finale of the first season. First one. Yeah. So then season two they were on the run. The end yeah. of season two they got uh, arrested in Panama. In uh, season right. three they're in the Panamanian prison. Uh, now to now let's talk about I think context is important. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. you know especially we we'll always talk about that as Christians right context mm-hmm. of scripture is important mm-hmm. okay so let's let's look at this season in context mm-hmm. season three happened during the biggest writer's strike that ever hit hollywood that's why it was cut to 13 episodes that's, that's why right. it wasn't a full story that's right that's so right. they had to rush a finale at 13 episodes and and so that is why the season, and uh, maybe that's also why I enjoyed the season so much because I know how much hard work went into it before the writer strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, it felt fresh because okay, season one they're in in a Chicago prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously prison prisoners aren't treated well the way they should probably be treated thousands times better. Uh, but it's a, it's still, it's, it's a better, it's better than an out of the country prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then season two, they're on the run. Season three, they're here, and there are guards making sure people get out. But it is mayhem on the inside. Yeah, that is why it felt fresh to me because it was. There's no rules now. You could get away with anything. People fight and get murdered or whatever, and literally bodies are just dragged to the gate where they get them. 
Uh, so to right. me, it felt fresh because it was different to me. Is it a prison? Yeah. Yes, but there were different stakes. That's true. That's true. I just, I don't know, something about it just, even though it wasn't the exact same thing, it, it, it still mm-hmm. felt, it felt like somewhat of the same thing. Um, just because they went back and it's like, oh, now we got to break out. Yeah. Um, that, but that's, it also, to that's me, why. it also it also felt fresh because Lincoln was exonerated. Yeah. So he he was cleared. So he's on the outside. Sucre was on the outside. Mm-hmm. So now people that were against them, like Mahone or mm-hmm. Bellick from mm-hmm. season one, they're in the prison with Schofield. Right. Uh, and then of course you have Teabag in there, so it just adds it he added a different characters. dichotomy to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you ever yeah. heard of uh, uh, Breakout Kings? It was on A and E. I think I've heard of it. I never watched it though. So it was not a spinoff of Prison Break. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the same creators, uh, and basically Breakout Kings uh, was a show where two cops. Um, I want to tell you who the actors were because I really enjoyed them and a lot of the things they do. Um, it, it was only it only lasted two seasons. Mm-hmm. It got canceled. Uh, but Dominic uh, Lombardozzi, sorry, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, he was in uh, Entourage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, and also uh, Malcolm Goodwin were the okay. stars uh, stars of the show. Uh, uh, Laz Alonzo was in it. He's great. Uh, uh, Jimmy Simpson is great. Uh, so essentially, the two cops are are Dominic, uh, however you say his last name, and Malcolm Goodwin, uh, and they work with prisoners to uh, catch escaped convicts. Uh, and there is an episode of Breakout Kings where Teabag escapes Fox River Prison because remember, the end of season four, he goes back in. Oh, they continue. Oh, yeah. So it's, o- it's only one episode, but that's why I watched the show, and I actually got hooked on the show. But uh, I I thought that was cool. Oh, that's interesting. So, and then and also, let me tell you, I we're season five. Have you watched season five of Prison Break? I watched everything of Prison Break. <laughs> so you did. You watched the the limited series from like yeah. two years ago. Yeah. I I liked it. I did. Yeah. It wasn't the same, but I liked it. Yeah, it was it was cool. Now the um, proposed season six is fucking with another one? Oh yeah. And it's fucking insane. Uh, in a good way. To really? Me. Yeah, so they're trying to get a big, you know, the, the merger of Fox and Disney. Or not mm-hmm. really merger, Disney purchased Fox. Mm-hmm. Um they're it's been put on the back burner, but essentially they've already announced that if Disney decides to go forward with it, uh, the storyline for season six is that some young, like, like, uh, he's supposed to be early to mid twenties. He's like a tech genius built apps and stuff like that. Uh, he's obsessed with the happenings of the Fox river eight and all that. So he kidnaps Lincoln and Michael, (laughs) <laughs> and he basically okay. like he has this warehouse or this gigantic land or whatever where he essentially replicates Fox River he replicates Sona 
he replicates uh, like all the seasons and and he wants to watch them go through everything. He's replicating these things that happen in their life. Uh, and to me, that sounds really interesting and psychotic. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to see it. <laughs> you know what? And I'm pissed at myself because I know I'm going to watch it. <laughs> but it's not necessary. It's you not know necessary. What I'm it's not, not necessary. necessary. But I want to see it. I'll check it out if it comes <laughs> out. I don't think it will, honestly. But I I like that that idea. Uh, see, why does it have to be a replication of the two prisons? Like nostalgia uh, is the big thing. But I also, but like, because it's like they say that he, it's going to go darker. The guy's going to make it harder for them and darker. And I just really enjoy the psychotic element of it because when you think of the the big bad for their entire run was the company, right? Mm -hmm. Which was an organized crime uh, syndicate, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. So this seems interesting to me because I'm imagining a Joker-esque person. So you have to imagine a young guy with money who's psychotic. And I just, I imagine like a Jared Leto portrayal of the joker-esque like you know you know what i mean you see what i'm going with like yeah I, I i could just see that being fun it it can be it can be done right it can be i just i don't know i think i i have trust issues bro like yeah. i i honestly have trust issues with um with doing things like that because it's like it, it's the rehashing of it to me just doesn't need to happen it, it would be interesting but it doesn't need to happen that's all yeah yeah i'm just kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so number five on my list is supernatural i never got into that i i i uh, i got into it probably around their season eight i binged it on netflix and i've just been keeping up ever since like i i I enjoy like a, the horror genre and and the show really opened up kind of being is definitely there's ghosts and demons and all that shit in there, but it mm -hmm. used to be scarier than it is now. I think mm -hmm. it's still really good, but I think they because you, when you're a show around that long, you have to revamp yourself yeah. to stay fresh, and they certainly did that. And they're but, what on uh, which season are they on? Fifteen. Fifteen. So their last season. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, that's that's hard to do for fifteen years. Oh yeah, and 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 let's just say they weren't canceled; it was their decision to close up shop. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it's a good idea. I think I think fifteen years is 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 good. Uh, it's not enough. Yeah, and and you also have to think about the actors, like especially uh, Jensen. I mean, mm -hmm. th think about it. Jensen was up for Captain America. Right. He couldn't do it because of his contract with the CW. So they're like, okay, because I don't know that it was offered to him, but he was in discussions to play it. But he was offered Hawkeye, which was a lesser, smaller role, but he couldn't do that either. Um, so I won't be surprised if we see Jensen Ackles pop up in the MCU or pop up in the DCEU. That would be interesting. I, I think he's a phenomenal actor, and I, I'm, I'm excited to, to see... Uh, where he goes from here. 
Yeah, now, that would be interesting. Because nothing has been announced yet for him for his his, his next move, I mm. believe he has something in the works. Okay. I believe it's going to be with MC the MCU or DCEU. Uh I just think it hasn't been announced because it is big. Uh, but if you look at Jared Padalecki, he's announced his next thing. He's the star of the Walker, Texas Ranger reboot for CW. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and that's, I see it. That, that works. Uh, but, you know, I try to think, of, like, if I was in their position, you know, 15 years, I'd be ready yeah. to do something new. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my top five, man. What's yours? Whew. I know I'm going to... Uh... If not from you, from some people that listen, I think this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> um, no particular order. Okay. Uh, House of Cards. Okay. The last season aside. Mm-hmm. What, you know, those, f- well, they have five seasons, right? I think so. I think um, five was the one where he was out. Yeah, so those four seasons to me just were just perfect. That was beautiful. Um, so House of Cards, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy, okay, Gotham, okay, and uh, Stranger Things, okay. Um, honorable mentions, okay. Uh, Twenty Four. Did you ever watch that? Yes. Phenomenal show. Love uh, it. I actually also enjoyed the Corey Hawkins 24. Got canceled, but I enjoyed it. I didn't pay much attention to that one. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was different. It yeah. takes place in the same world, but different storyline. So I understand that, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I, Kiefer Sutherland made that show what it was. Yeah. Um, did you watch the uh, extra episodes they did, the miniseries? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I've watched it the first two. I think I just kind of like dropped off with it. Gotcha. Um, because I don't think I was really as intrigued with it. Okay. Um. But yeah, it was twenty four phenomenal series. Um, technically. Um. Ah, oh God, what's my guy's name? The guy that played the president. Um. Oh, I don't remember. Ah, the black guy. Jesus, man. <laughs> Hold on, let me look him up. Um because he was he was phenomenal as well uh in the unit. Did you ever watch that show? I never I know what it is, but I never watched it. That was um that was a beautiful show too. Uh does that make your your top uh I, Oh, Dennis Haysbert, my bad. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um does the unit make my honorable mentions? No. No, okay. No. It's probably right under it. Um But uh I had to say Game of Thrones as well. Okay. No, uh, I just, never watched that. That that last season was just unnecessary in how they did it because it was so yeah. rushed. Yeah. Um had they had they taken their time on it? Let me put it like this. I'm okay with there being a delay in production because those guys wanted to go on and, and work on the Star Wars film. They somewhat just rushed this last season yeah. so they can go work on that. And then that pretty much, I think they got fired off of that 
Yeah, they did. That film. So it was like, you know, there was no need. But, and I know you can't see into the future, but um, if they if they had just taken their time, I would have been fine with there being a two-year gap between that, that uh, seventh and eighth season. I would have been perfectly fine with a two-year gap um, just because it was necessary for it. Um, but I'll go on and say Westworld as an honorable mention. I need that login. Uh, bro, uh, Westworld, they're only on season three? Yeah. No, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, I, I know. But no. um, I, the se- the third season is starting kind of slow, so I'm trying to you know, keep up with it. But what, what I have seen so far, beautiful. Um, if I could give you my login, I would. I just, I know it's just going to throw everything off <laughs> with uh, no, everything good, here. Um, Daredevil and the Punisher. Okay. Those are all my honorable mentions. But, um, okay. yeah, man. House of Cards, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, Gotham, and Stranger Things. All right. Let me give you my honorable mentions. Um, Arrow. Okay. This is us. Oh, see, I wanted to put this is us in there, but I'm not yeah. caught up. I'm on like season two right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah and they're in season four, I think. Yeah. Uh, now the, the season three was a bit slow in my opinion, but okay. four four picked it back up. Okay. Uh, and honestly, like, okay, and my, another honorable mention for me is Smallville. Uh, yes. Yes. So Justin Hartley. Seeing him in This Is Us just makes me happy because I loved him in Smallville. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As I, Green you know Arrow. what? And I, I, I forget that he was Green Arrow watching yeah. him in This Is Us. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, 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 he's great. Sons of Anarchy is in my honorable mentions. Um, oh, there's another, there's one more show. Uh, actually, I'm going to give it two. And, and these, I, I couldn't justify putting in my, top five because they're still on air and mm-hmm. it's the same reason for this is us um let me recommend to you a million little things on abc a million little things who's in that uh it's 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 very this is us-esque it's an ensemble cast mm-hmm. um but um man i cry every episode uh but romany malco uh is one of my favorite parts of that show um, I like him. He's he's great. So Romney Malco, uh, James Rode from uh, Psych. Mm-hmm. They're probably the two biggest stars. I don't think any of the other ones are really well known. Like Christina Moses, she was in Containment on CW. That was canceled after a after a year. Uh, which, by the way, if you're looking, they they it, it was supposed to go on. Um, but so now they consider it a, a limited series. It is on Netflix. Containment, uh, quarantine time. It's a good time to watch it. <laughs> uh, it's actually it was a really good watch. Uh, so so yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, but a million little things. Uh, it it's such a good show. Uh, I, it, it tackles a lot of a lot of important things like um, homosexuality, depression, um, racism. Uh, very recently, there was there was an episode where 
you know, I don't want to give it away. I know <laughs> when I say that, I feel like I'm, I'm trying not to give anything away to you, but I'm saying <laughs> fuck the audience because we yeah. always spoil things for them. Uh, but but essentially uh, something that happens is they're, you know, because it's a group of friends. They're all like family. And mm. so they're all at one of their friends, kids, baseball games. And uh, Romney Malco is uh, is filming it. And and, uh, you know, some racist asshole says something to him mm. and um, James Rode from Psych goes off on them and uh, punches one of them or something like that. Okay. And and Romney Malco ends up getting arrested. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, and <laughs> and that was uh, that was essentially lifted from his actual life. Uh and so, uh, you know, it's it's storylines like that that are just important to see played out, because mm-hmm. um, I think I think art impacts life. Uh, mm-hmm. So I I I would like to believe that people are watching this and maybe changing their viewpoints on uh, homosexuality, unity, you know, stuff like that, racism. Um, so I really enjoy a million little things. I do think you would like it. I I have to I I give it the edge over This Is Us, honestly. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I love This Is Us. Uh, but I also want to say The Resident, it's a medical... I have so many honorable mentions, I hate myself. Uh, <laughs> the Resident is... I love The Resident. It's a medical show. I work at a hospital, so they're just kind of intriguing to me. But uh, there's a lot of really good elements to it. Uh, House is phenomenal. House was... Now, okay, if you like uh, uh, medical shows, mm-hmm. uh, ER... Is yeah. the king of them. Yep, I love I love ER, but I do like House more. House House was no, I loved House. I I, I loved I, I watched it when it was on TV. Um, mm-hmm. it just I think it started to get a little stale toward the end. It did. It did. They were ready. Yeah, they were yeah. ready. I think yeah. that's probably why it kind of drops off for me a little bit. But no, most hands down, House is one of one of my favorite shows too. I just didn't put it in my top five or ten yeah. really. Uh, and I will wrap it up with the Vampire Diaries. I've never seen that. Uh, I always made fun of that show. Yeah. Until a friend of mine got cast on the show. Okay. Okay. As a recurring character. Okay. And I always try to support my people. Yeah. So I was like, all right, look, he's he got he became a recurring in season five. I was like, ah, okay, I. I have to watch it. I want to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was on Netflix, and I just burned through them. And yo, I like the show. Okay. It's it's uh, you know, you think of Vampire Diaries, and you think it's going to be Twilight esque, but it's yeah. even even for TV, it's not as romantic. It's not as sexy. It's darker, uh, and it's good. And also, actually, Bloodlines has to be. That's my wrap. Bloodline up. is. Bloodline, yeah phenomenal yep i love it i love it um and i forget that guy's name but um the guy that no no no, the guy that played the um the brother i'm not sure is that his name the guy that the okay he's um he's in another show that um that's on hbo called the outsider yeah i heard that's great it 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 yeah yeah, I I can see. I mean, they only had um. I think they had about like ten episodes on that one, 
Um, yeah. But it was really good. Very well done. I think so. He's, uh, I, I believe he's Australian. Um, he's, he did a lot of, you know, stuff for the BBC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking through his IMDb here, but after Bloodline, like he, like, he was in Rogue One, right? He was in Rogue One. He was the villain. And, uh, and please, please tell me you saw it. Ready Player One? Oh, bro. I forgot all about Ready Player One. That is a phenomenal movie. Yes, and I auditioned for that movie. Did you? I auditioned for, for the lead. Okay, okay. They gave it to the right guy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> now that, that was um that was a great movie. Yeah, I mean so great. Ready Player One Nostalgic. Uh Rogue One, uh Captain Marvel, Far From Home. Oh yeah. Ta- Chris Talos. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't like Captain Marvel. Yeah, I didn't most like men it. don't. It, well, see, <laughs> it, it's, it ain't even that. <laughs> I, I, I just, um, I liked her. Um, I think her character is really good. Um, that's probably just one of my least favorite Marvel movies, but it was, a, it was still a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm not. I don't see. I don't know much about a character. You just you just hit him with a with a Will Smith bar. You know that. What? You just said uh, it's my least favorite Marvel movie, but it's still a really good movie. Uh, <laughs> what's What's the Will Smith line? He says, "Even my flops." Uh, what, uh, what is it? Uh, what's that bar? You know what I'm talking about? And freaking it. I know what you're talking about. I forgot I, how the line goes though. I gotta look it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're about um, you're about to get a performance. <laughs> I have to figure this out. Um, but no, I, I the that was a really well done movie. I just I can't connect to the character because I know nothing about the character. Um, before oh, the I film, don't either. you know. So I think that's pro- that's that's just my only reason. Um, I thought the story was well done though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And Brie Larson's she's a great actress. She's good. Yeah, she's good. You don't want to say she's great. <laughs> nah, I, I, I've seen I've seen better actresses, but well, um, first time I saw her was uh, what's the Twenty One Jump Street? Was she on that? Yeah, she was uh, the love interest for uh, uh, Seth Rogen. Not Seth Rogen. Sorry, Jonah Hill. Ah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. That was yeah. that was that was a really good movie. Twenty One Jump Street was really good. So I, we're we're getting off topic here, but I I when we were talking about Men in Black, I wanted to ask you because there was there they were going to conjoin the Men in Black universe with Twenty One Jump Street. They were going to yes, do a crossover film. Yes. And I, all right, I I want to see it, but I don't because I I don't know how you make a family friendly movie like Men in Black connect with 21 jump street because you're going to take away something from somebody right and i don't want to take away the explicitness from 21 jump street Mm -hmm. but i also don't want to eliminate the family aspect of viewers for men in black no i agree with that but i the adult in me would want to see an r-rated men in black movie yeah but I remember going to see Men in Black two and three with my family at the movie theaters. So yeah, that's just what I think of. 
Yeah, because Will Smith, um, Will Smith would be his his. I think his chemistry with um, with uh, Jonah Hill would yeah. be hilarious. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, even even adding uh, Ice Cube to the mix too. I, it would be it would be funny. I just yeah. don't. I just don't know how it connects though, because yep. when you're talking about um. Um, something that takes place in the galaxy, like you know, in out in outer space and stuff like that. Like, I don't know how you integrate that with the world of Twenty One Jump Street. That that's my only concern with it. But I don't know. But the Sony hacks, they scrapped it after that. But yeah, that you, you who knows? Maybe that would have been more successful than International. Most likely would have. <clears throat> yeah, because you're talking about a, you're talking about a really all star cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been fun. Yeah, for that sure. Fun. And let's just talk about how have you seen mid nineties? Is that what is that? Mid nineties was Jonah Hill's writing directing debut. Mm mm. Yo. Where Bro, is it? It's it's I don't think it's it's not it's on Prime. Okay. But that is such a good movie, like for for his debut and spe- like especially for you and me like there, Jonah Hill is you might not guess it but he's uh authentically hip hop. Oh yeah, most definitely. He's I, authentically hip hop. So that. this movie is 100% yeah. hip hop. Uh it's yeah. it's hip hop and skateboarding <clears throat> in 1995. Okay. And it is it's it's I enjoyed this movie like man, I love that movie. Okay. I can't wait for whatever he has next in terms of writing and directing. I'm I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it's good. I'm gonna check it's that good. one out. But all right, man, how do you feel? You you think we're good to wrap it up? Oh yeah, I think so. I think I think we gave him a good episode for it, especially for it being a bonus one. Yeah, bonus one. We went longer than the last one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's wrap it up. But uh, real quick, let me just ask you guys to please, uh, you know, rate us comment us subscribe to us uh we want to know what you think we we want a little feedback uh so please we're, we're we got open ears and we're excited to hear what you guys think uh derek do you have anything else to say uh yeah uh basically uh same thing i said last time i believe uh just go check us out on otsguys.com um you can find the podcast on there and and um in the new episode will show up on the website but subscribe through iTunes and Spotify. Uh, like uh, LJ said, subscribe and review. Let us know how you, uh, what you think about it and what you think about the other shows as well. Um, and we would love to, love to hear from you. Thanks, thanks for listening. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your quarantine. This is another episode <laughs> of Realish. Be good, y'all.